what I mean to say, a nutshell podcast is my little snack size pod that launches new episodes every Monday and Thursday. It's where I get to drop topics and throw around my own honest opinions and insights on some of life's lifiest moments while connecting each episode to a fun and relatable meme. I'm your host, Rhea. Let's get right into it. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of What I Mean to Say and That Shell Podcast. Today, we are talking about needs versus wants and this in the context of stuff, okay? Because I think need, need versus want can be um, uh, sort of compartmentalized into a lot of different areas of our lives. Um, it can be within our relationships. It can be within our um, emotions. It can be within... Um, are the physiological aspect of it. So there's a lot of um, balance to strike when it comes to needs versus wants. But today specifically, I'm talking about stuff, our things, our belongings, and how we assign importance to those things, to those tangible items. Um, And I felt like this was a good time because we are into the spring. It's you know, the weather is is warming up and things are melting and, and we're getting into this new rebirth of a season and things are, um, you know, we're going to start seeing the grass coming up soon here and we get into this nesting spring fever, spring cleaning mode. And what better time to talk about um, our stuff that we hang on to, that we have around us all the time, cluttering up our space inevitably cluttering up our minds i'll touch on that in a second then to talk about let's figure out this balance do i really need that do i really want it and i'm talking um on two different points today one being of things that we already have acquired and making a decision on whether we need to keep them or not and then also potential new purchases or new things that we want to bring in um so those are a couple of the things that I want to talk about today with needs versus wants and all the stuff. Um, so I think for starters, let's go let's go right into the meme. Super simple. It's just a split screen top to bottom. There's a guy on the bottom and he's stressing right out. He looks like he's got to make the biggest decision ever. He's sweating. He's wiping his brow. He's like <clears throat> needs to hit the right button to like basically like detonate the bomb or you know stop the the meltdown at the plant so the two button options are need and want and which is he gonna hit right and I think that sometimes people can get into that like a panic mode idea of having like a desire for something having a very strong desire um for something as opposed to um really actually needing it so um there was something that, <clears throat> excuse me, that I took a screenshot of today and I thought it was interesting and it was basically just saying, like, determining what the difference of, between a want and a need. And so the want is, it's to have a desire to possess something or do something. It's a wish, like it's a wish for something. And that's the want. And a need is um, requiring something because it's essential. It's, it's, it is essential um, or very important rather than just desirable. 
So those definitions reflect how we, um, how we commonly distinguish between the two, right? So um, on the need side is very, like, very basic, right? It's food, water, shelter. Um, those are, are the needs. And then the wants are everything on top of that. Like I said, we are talking a bit more about stuff today as opposed to like, I mean, I don't think we can actually have this conversation without touching on the emotional part of it because the emotions do have a huge part in why we make the decision we make in terms of wanting something or needing something or keeping something and getting rid of something. So what's like the emotional aspect that there that's what's making us hold on to things? What... What gives us the, you know, <laughs> you get to the point where you're starting to go through cupboards and you're like sitting there going, am I a hoarder? <laughs> Maybe that questioning that about yourself. I've been there. I've looked at things before and been like, what? what? Am, am I a hoarder? Seriously, why am I hanging on to this stuff? And it's sometimes easier to have something for a while before you realize, eh, this was impulsive. I didn't really need this in the first place. Um, it's really hard to get to that do I need this? Do I want this? In the moment, because we're getting that like rush of like, oh yeah, I need this. I need this. But it's, it's a lot harder than that. And I know I'm not the only person that can suffer from this from time to time, but I've come a long way in changing my mindset around it. So I thought maybe I would shed a little bit of light on that as well to you today. Um, so I think a lot of people have talked about, well, not talked about, but read um, about Marie Kondo. Um, I'm bringing her as an example because it's a book that I have personally read of hers and she is the author of um, a couple of books I believe but one in particular the one that sort of like got her name out into the world was The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up um, and as well I, she's followed that up with another book called Spark Joy and I found her method extremely interesting um, but I don't think it's I don't think it's possible for a lot of people. I don't think it's realistic for a lot of people. Um, it's nice to have the organization without a doubt, um, but without changing almost your whole lifestyle around it and becoming somewhat minimalist, it's very difficult to maintain. So I did adopt some of her methods. Um, I organize my closet differently now and it makes more sense to me now, but there are parts of it that that don't really resonate with me. One of them being is the spark joy component. And that's a huge part of it. It's like, am I, where if you're not familiar with it, she tells you to make piles of, like pull everything out, start from scratch, empty your closets, empty your drawers, and to hold each item individually and, and get a sense of it. Does it spark joy in you? Do you get something filling up in you? And while I appreciate that, I can convince myself that all of my belongings spark joy. Just <laughs> just so that I don't have to admit that they were an impulse purchase or that I don't really need it or that I should really let it go. Like I can convince myself that everything has spark. <laughs> like I can pick up that spatula and be like, yep, sparks, sparks for me. I can pick up a cardigan that I've had for 10 years that is just strictly comfort and that might be the spark. Maybe the comfort is the spark. But I assure you, it's not flattering. <laughs> Probably doesn't really get seen outside my house. But I could convince myself for every little mundane thing that it's going to spark joy. So that part of it for me was the biggest challenge. 
um, emotionally to justify what needed to stay and what needed to go. And so talking about spring cleaning, some people might be being like, okay, getting into the garage this weekend or getting into the basement this weekend and we're getting into those closets and really start to think about, do I need it? Do I want it? What is this actually doing for me? Like, for example, I have approximately 15 pairs of leggings. Do I need them all? Probably not. I probably need one for lounging around the house. I probably need two for workouts to alternate for washing days. And I probably need one for, you know, that I could wear with a cute outfit. I could feasibly get away with two. I'd like to have four. I have 12. It's in excess. It's not necessarily, it's not, they're not, it's not necessary. They're, it's wants. Those hands down are wants because I love those leggings. They make me feel good. I think I look good. They're comfortable. They have pockets. Need I say more? So yeah, that's definitely a, <laughs> and by the way, that's not a, that's not a, um, a want that I struggled to make. That was like, a, no, I want those. I'm getting them. But that's one of those things. The other thing too, and this is the next thing I'm going to touch on, though a big component of, of actually getting those, um, I'm just going to go with my leggings because that's what I seem to have the most of, of one thing. Um, they're not, um, they're not cheap. That's for sure. They're fairly, they're relatively expensive, but they're also very good quality and they last me a really long time and I'm really, really happy with them. But my point is that I wasn't going to go into debt for them. And I think that's a big thing to justify whether it's something as a need or a want. And for me, because I've been through some financial stuff that I've had to, to rebuild on in the last five years, um, which was a huge learning curve for me and also one of the best things that could have happened to me because I needed to learn the, how to manage money better. And I'm there, and that's really, really good for me. But my thing now is that I need to pause every time before I purchase something, <clears throat> excuse me, pause and decide, is this a need, is this a want? And if it is a want, because there are going to be wants. I mean, no one's perfect. We're not going to be like, oh, no, I only purchase needs. It's only the essentials over here for me. No, that's horseshit. Everybody, at some point, people are going to be like, yeah, I want that. I'm totally getting that. But the way I justify it is that it has to meet the next sort of sub-level of under need and want is, can I afford it? And not just like, oh, I'll just put it on my credit card. No, it's not that either. It's, can I afford it as though, can I pay cash for this where I'm not having to use um, my credit card for it? Because if you're automatically using your credit card, at least as far as I'm concerned, it means that that is definitely a, a, it's definitely a want. It's not a need. Because if needs are, you're paying for those, how you can't, how, how you, you will pay for them. Um, the needs will get met, <clears throat> excuse me, whether it's credit card or whether it's cash. But the wants, if you literally don't have the money to, if you can't afford it, but you're then going to just be like, I'm just going to use some credit for it. It's fine. That's definitely a want. And that's, I don't think that anything is worth going into debt over, right? And then that's another thing to balance. Needs versus want. Does the chance of debt outweigh the feeling of getting that thing and having that that high, that, yeah, I got something new, I got something. So that's, 
something I definitely think about. Um, I make a, I really try to put those boundaries around not using my credit card um, so that I can, <clears throat> excuse me, so that I can just pay, pay for it outright. And if I cannot, then to me it goes in the wants list and it has to get put on the back burner. It's got to be for another day. Because um, I know that for me, being impulsive with wants, um, one of the long-term effects of that <laughs> is that it can come back and bite you in the ass in, in more than a few ways. But definitely um, thinking about, like, do I want to go into more debt for this? And debt is, like, credit card is debt. That's liability. And if you think about what does, what do you associate the word liability with? Is like, oh, no, that means, like, like if it were a person, oh, no, they're, they're, uh, they're a liability. They're liable to do something that could be bad. Well, liability is not, a, is not a good thing. And a credit card credit cards are a liability <clears throat> so are you wanting to put your wants suppose like these wants that you're supposed to bring you joy to put them on something that's a credit card bill that's a liability it's like it's like there's a pretty big contrast there so um if you are about to buy something and you're like feeling like you could have guilt around it or feeling like maybe you can't tell your spouse that you bought it or maybe you have to start automatically coming up with stories like but if I just say it's it's on sale even if it's not so if you start having to have those conversations then maybe you're like maybe it's not worth it in the the long run um yeah so with the emotional mental side of it of wants is that um many people tend to be um uh, what's the word? Emotional shoppers. Should we put it that way? You need to get some retail therapy. Um, some people eat their emotions. That's what I've been guilty about in my past that I work on. Still, I work on daily. But some people will um, shop, shop away their emotions. And then you just end up with more and more and more. And at some point, you might have to start thinking about what void are you feeling? What what was, what comes along with that? Like, What's what's your maybe that's got something to do with your attachment style? Maybe it's got something to do with childhood trauma. Maybe it's got I mean, it likely does. Um, is to maybe think about why am I purchasing this? Do I already own something that is the same thing or similar? Do I need another one? Um, do I need do I need this? <laughs> And actually taking the pause instead of being like, yeah, I'm just going to get it. But actually stopping for a second and thinking, hey, do I really need this? What do I have to gain from having this? And if you can justify it for whatever reasons that come to you, then great. But really doing it in a more mindful way than just being like, because I want it. You know, so. Um, yeah, and then just and teaching that to our little, our younger people too. I'm learning from my own financial mistakes of not listening to um, and obeying like needs versus wants for my own self, like setting up that boundary for myself and not following it. It's, I've had to learn the hard way and yeah, my kids will probably make those some mistakes too, but if I can make them more aware of it now, it's 
hopefully going to serve them well later in life. One example, um, my oldest son and I were recently at a, at a hobby shop. He is a big um, model, model train enthusiast and he's really been wanting and I say wanting, not needing. He's been really wanting this one row of, of buildings for um, that are for the scale model of his layout. These series of buildings. And they're hard to come by and they didn't have them in stocks. But he went with an idea that he was going to spend a certain, certain amount of money in mind. And we went and they didn't have it in stock. Even though that it was specifically what we went for. And as we wandered around and as we browsed, I could see him picking up other things and looking at prices and, you know, the, the, the wheels were turning. He was really thinking like, maybe I could just buy this instead because he wanted, he went there with the idea that he was going to get something. Now he wasn't going to get it, but now he's like going to fill that void because he wanted something. And I could just see that he was thinking, mm, yeah, no, I'm going to get this. So I said, okay, wander the store a little bit for a while. <clears throat> excuse me and then we'll let's touch base in five minutes and so we did and I said so what are you thinking and he's like I kind of want this one and I said okay well let's think of it this way they said that they're getting what you actually want and have been saving for that's the other component he's been saving up for this this isn't an impulse purchase this is something he's been waiting on and he's kind of getting to the point of being impatient about it so I had to kind of reel him back in and say like hey go ask and see how much longer it's going to be and they said possibly 10 days it could be longer and I said okay let's think of it this way so we took a pause and I said okay think of it like this say you purchase what's in your hand right now um it's not as expensive as the other thing it's also not what you want I mean it'll serve the purpose but it's not what you actually want so if you leave this here today and in 10 days from now they call and say hey that row of buildings that you want is in, then you still have that money set aside to put towards what you want, what you wanted in the first place. But if you spend it today and then in 10 days they call you and it's now it's there, you no longer have the funds that you had set aside that you'd saved in order to get that. So then how are you going to feel? So teaching him that, I gave him space to make up his own mind around it. Way, helping him to weigh both the pros and cons, the need and the want. Um, and ultimately, he decided to not purchase anything that day because he thought, you know what? There's a good chance in, you know, a week and a half, two weeks that they're on a call and say it's in and then I'll have my money still. I'll still have what, have what I was saving to get that. And it's just like showing him that we don't have to be impulsive and that we can make good decisions and he's not using credit for it. I'm not paying him and he's not, I didn't buy, I'm not buying it and him paying me back. It's nothing like that. So we live in such an instant gratification world that it's nice to teach a 15 year old that you can just like, hold on, nothing's going anywhere just yet. Let's just hold up. And I think that that was a really good learning opportunity. And I, you know, I, I'm learning, I'm learning as I go to, I'm learning as I teach them. So uh, anyway, I wanted to just um, circle back here on just the needs versus wants and the stuff. So maybe another, oh, another boundary I was thinking about when I was, um, when I started to like declutter my own stuff and decide what I needed and what I, what I wanted. Something else too with setting the boundary of like, if I can't pay cash for it, that I'm not, I'm just simply not buying it, is um, if you're triggered by things that you see 
to then have to like go into a rabbit hole of, oh, maybe I need that. Maybe I need that. And suddenly this, this desire becomes a need. This want becomes a need, but then you're, yeah, it really isn't at all. Um, maybe you could, um, as a suggestion, declutter your inbox of notifications for like the latest, the latest, and I'm going to use quotations, must-haves. Because that, that's what they always say, right? Oh, the latest must-have. Is it though? Is the latest must-have your need? Or is it a must-have that now you're convinced that you did, that you wanted all along, when maybe it didn't even cross your mind in the first place? So that means like getting off of mailing lists or, or unfollowing certain things on, on social media. Maybe if those things are triggers for you, if you eliminate them, it might help you to not have to have that internal battle with need versus want, you know? Um, anyway, yeah, I think that's just a little touch on need versus wants today. And I mean, I'm always, this is something that I'm constantly working at. It's, it's, there's no hard and fast, like, solution. It's just being a bit more mindful of what we're doing in the moment of uh, when we're shopping or if we're feeling sad and we automatically start to scroll, like, you know, things for sale or, like, you see somebody with something, you're like, oh, my God, I got to have that. Do you, though? <laughs> Had it Think, did that even cross your mind before you saw someone else with it? Are you? Are we back into comparison mode? And wanting to keep up with the Joneses. Like, there's a lot of things to unpack in terms of needs versus wants. And I think that and a little thing that my mom used to always say is a cluttered desk is, cl- is a cluttered mind. And that was in terms of like, me studying for you know, in school and in university. But it's it really holds some weight. A cluttered desk is a cluttered mind. A cluttered home is a cluttered emotional system. And when you're having to constantly be weeding through things, you can't really see what you have. And if you can't see what you have, how can you determine what what's important and what's not? Anyway, some food for thought. If you're interested in having a conversation with me, sending a no- story, anecdotes, whatever, DMs, comments, concerns, questions, anything like that, you can always hit me up on Instagram at a nutshell pod. I thank you for tuning in today and uh, also share the episodes if that's something that you enjoyed. And until next time, keep moving forward with your heart and your eyes wide open. Mm-hmm.